Your kingdom is at hand, O God of justice and peace. You made John the Baptist its herald to announce the coming of your Christ, who baptizes with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Give us a spirit of repentance to make us worthy of the kingdom. Let complacency yield to conviction that in our day justice will flourish and conflict give way to the peace that you bestow in Christ. Grant this through him whose coming is certain, whose day draws near, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. In the following reading, the prophet Isaiah proclaims God's dream of a peaceful kingdom. We should let our imaginations run with these beautiful, hopeful images. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, a shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth And with the breath of his lips, he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist, and the faithfulness about the belt, uh, the faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together as a child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze their young, shall lie together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the winged child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the water covers the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nation shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passage from his letter to the Romans, Paul calls us to find encouragement in the words of Scripture. 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, whatever was written in former days was written for our instructions, so that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another in accordance with Christ Jesus, so that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, therefore, just as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the circumcised on behalf of the truth of God, in order that he might confirm the promises given to the patriarchs, in in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written. Therefore, I will confess you among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you and And with with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah talked when he said, The voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were coming out to him and all the region along the Jordan, as they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, John said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, and will gather his wheat into the granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Maranatha. Come, Lord Jesus. I mentioned to you last week that we bought a new book of the Gospels. This book of the Gospels is 
from the Canadian bishops. Father Bender, our founding pastor, has us using the Canadian lectionary, the other readings, mostly because it's the revised standard version of the scriptures, which is probably a, a better translation and certainly better for reading and proclaiming to a community. I mentioned this last Sunday with our Canadian uh, Book of the Gospels, mentioning that they did the lectionary, the other readings first, and it's taking them this long to get the Book of the Gospels published. And Jim Nolan, who was our reader that day, said, it's about time. I love that. Come on. <laughs> Canadian lectionary. It's a, never mind. Uh, I really love the reading today that Maureen read from the prophecy of Isaiah. It's the picture of the peaceable kingdom. It's a picture of our hopes for ourselves and for our world. Things, animals, people who were enemies are now friends, companions. There's peace and there's harmony. Maureen, when you read the line, uh, the wolf will lie down with the lamb, I remember Woody Allen, the comedian, his response was, yeah, but the lamb won't get much sleep. So. <laughs> the dream that Isaiah proclaims for us challenges us to change our lives, challenges us to seek harmony with one another, to find ways to be at peace with those who are different from us. We had men at prayer yesterday, and oh, it was such a good session. The guys who come, I'm so impressed with their willingness to share what they believe. And, and it's just, it's a great experience for me. I'm always welcoming you guys to come and, and share in it. Some of the things that we talked about from the gospel text. Uh, how did John the Baptist, he called the Pharisees and the Sadducees a brood of vipers. Apparently he never got his copy of, of uh, how to win friends and influence people. It's just, you don't call people a brood of vipers. What he was saying is that their hearts weren't in it. Being washed in the waters of the baptism of John had no real significance for them. They were doing it for show. They were doing it because people expected them as the religious leaders. They expected them to come in the Jordan with them and be washed in the waters of repentance. To repent is to change. To repent is to change one's heart, to change one's mind, to change one's attitude, to change one's life. When John talks about the one who is to come, this Messiah, this Yeshua, 
He speaks about one who will not baptize only in water, the waters of repentance. He speaks of Jesus as the one who baptizes with fire and the Holy Spirit. Fire can burn you in. It can burn in us. The Holy Spirit can come alive within us, changing the way we live our lives. It's real stuff. It's not just an empty ritual. Baptism in the Holy Spirit, it changes who we are and how we live. One of my favorite musicals is the uh, gospel-centered musical, the Cotton Patch Gospel. It's done with uh, some really neat folk music, and it's just great. And in, in, in one of the scenes in Cotton Patch Gospel, Jesus is talking to his friends, his followers, his buddies, and he looks at them, and finally he says, live my life. That's so profound. That's what fire and the Holy Spirit empower us to do, to live his life. There was a forest of beautiful evergreen trees. And these trees, they were very proud of their beauty and they wanted to be known for their beauty. The trees wanted to be the one that the queen would come and choose to chop down and be put in the main hall of the castle for the Christmas celebration, to be in the queen's castle, to be decorated with wonderful gleaming decorations and to be covered in in candles with their light, their glow, It was the ambition of every one of these evergreen trees. In this forest, there was a a pine tree, a, a, a little pine tree. It was still growing, and the other trees noticed it. They realized that if this pine tree kept growing, it was going to be the most beautiful tree in the forest. So they were jealous. They were jealous of this little tree. One day, the little tree heard dogs barking, hunting dogs, vicious barking. And the tree looked and there was a little rabbit being chased by these dogs, afraid for his life. And the little pine tree spread her branches around and allowed the rabbit to come in and hide. The little pine tree saved the rabbit's life by hiding it. Not long after, there was a windstorm, and the winds were bending the trees, and there was a wren, a little bird. And this wren was just overwhelmed by the winds. The other trees wouldn't shelter the little wren. 
but the pine tree opened its branches and allowed the wren to rest in its branches, protecting it from the wind. The very next week, it sounds, by the way, like state college weather, by the way. The very next week, there was a snowstorm, a huge snowstorm, feet of snow falling, and there was a fawn that was lost away from its mother. And this fawn needed shelter from the snow. All the other trees ignored it. They were not going to, to spread their branches or, or allow helping this fawn to mar their beauty. But the little pine tree did. The little pine tree allowed the fawn to crawl into its branches and to hide, to be safe from the terrible snowstorm. The very next week, the queen came to pick the tree for the hall in the castle. And she looked at all these beautiful, magnificent trees. And then she saw this little pine tree. And she looked at it. And around this little pine tree, she saw the, the tracks of animals that had found shelter in its branches. She saw a downy feather from the birds that were sheltered from the storms. And she saw the gap, the gash in the trunk of this little pine tree, an indication that animals had taken shelter. She decided that that little pine tree with its broken branches and gaps was the most beautiful tree in the forest because that tree was most like Christ who gave himself in service to others. He comes to baptize us with fire and the Holy Spirit. He comes with the invitation, live my life. Live my life. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.